calling all coffee lovers. Every wellpreneur, mom, college student, employee, business owner knows the importance of starting your day off right. But how would it be to add some mushrooms to that coffee? Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom Coffee, that is, with its rich, smooth flavor and ground lion's mane mushroom, which has been shown to boost cognition and reduce inflammation, it is my go-to cup of coffee for starting my day off right. Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom is the perfect pairing of health and caffeine. Mushroom in your coffee? I'll take it for the added benefits of mental clarity and the smooth, delicious flavor. Try it for yourself. Use code BEWELL for 10% off your purchase at us.foursigmatic.com. Again, that's BEWELL at us.foursigmatic.com. Living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the three L's. We're so happy that you have joined in today. I know we are approaching the very end of the year, and I have the perfect guest on to talk to you all about dropping that hustle culture, taking time for yourself, creating a non-negotiable routine that works for you. And so before I introduce, have her introduce herself, I'm going to kick it off by letting you know all about Gracie Chambers, who is a marketing and brand consultant for entrepreneurs in the wellness industry or for individuals who are very wellness passionate. She is a two-time entrepreneur and ex-corporate director of marketing and helps entrepreneurs scale their businesses and elevate their image through marketing, branding, and PR all while maintaining balance. This is music to my ears and I just love, love learning more about Gracie. She is passionate about helping other businesses build around their life that they want to live and not the other way around. So Gracie, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So Gracie, I know I just kind of shared a little bit about you, but what else um, goes into creating, you know, your companies that you run? Tell us all the good stuff. Yeah. So as a marketing and brand consultant, I work one-on-one with clients um, in very different capacities, depending on where they are in their business. So a lot of it is kind of really scaling their business with balance through marketing and branding and PR. That's something that I have found from my own business that really helps me if I have a very solid clarity in my brand, if I have a solid marketing and PR plan, I can get a lot of time back. So that's something that I'm trying to share with my clients. Um, And then I have the agency side where I do offer brand and web design. Um, Very minimalistic, clean, kind of goes along with the health and wellness industry too. Um, So that's actually how I got into this business. I have had a crazy background. I actually started a company when I was 16 years old um, and sold it when I was 19, my freshman year of college. Um, So that was my first journey with entrepreneurship. And that is why I'm doing what I'm doing in terms of burnout, because I burnt out very hard. Um, I ended up getting an autoimmune disease in college, um, which I have no doubt is related to the stress wow. that I put on my body during that company. So I was doing 
everything. I did not let, I didn't delegate a single task. I was the accountant, the fulfillment center, the designer, the marketer, did our social media, um, everything. So that is really my mission is to show that you can run a very successful business and I can do what I did and build another successful business, even more successful if I'm balanced and taking care of my health. Um, I think my first business kind of scarred me with entrepreneurship. I was like, I'm never doing that again. I didn't sleep. I was up all night. I could never turn off work. And I just hated it. I was like, I want a nine to five. I want to be able to walk out of the office at five and forget about it. Um, so that's what I did. I went into the corporate world. Um, I was director of marketing and PR for a wealth management group at a um, wealth management firm. And I loved it, but I didn't realize the stress of the corporate workplace. And at the mm. time, you know, I was freshly diagnosed with my autoimmune disease and Lyme and I just burnt out again. And I was like, well, what the heck am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just sit on the couch all day and not work? Um, but I saw so many other people. I have a theory that all entrepreneurs are wired the same. I have a lot of entrepreneur friends who I was still helping through brand and web design at the time and just saw them approaching burnout really quickly. And I had been there and that was kind of like, okay, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to one show through my own business that you can be successful and balanced at the same time. Um, but also coach my clients to do the same. So that's kind of why I brought in that balance aspect to this business. Oh my gosh. So much of what you just shared just resonates with me on a deep core level. <laughs> I definitely think that most entrepreneurs go into business because they want to be able to work hard, but then also take some time off. But yet so many of us get wrapped up in that constant hustle of doing it all, not having good work-life boundaries, even though that's why we maybe left the nine to five life. Right. So, if you don't mind sharing, what was the business that you had created and sold when you were 19? Yeah. So it was a, it was a clothing line. I am from Fort Worth, Texas and okay. it was called the Fort Clothing. So it was, I would say a classy version. It was Fort Worth clothing, but I was like, I don't want this to be something you see in the airport. This is like very minimal little Fort Worth on a design of like a fish. It was kind of Southern. It was when, um, it was very hot. Southern Tide, Southern Marsh at the time were like mm -hmm. the shirts to wear. Um, so I kind of played off that a little bit. So we had t-shirts, golf polos, hats, koozies, croquis, bumper stickers. We had a whole youth line by the time I sold it. Um, we were in six retail stores and I was folding. I can fold a perfect t-shirt, let me tell you, because <laughs> you got I lots was of folding t-shirts for my whole senior year in my parents' basement. <laughs> um, oh so it was really cool for me to see especially now in a service-based business to have the experience of product-based businesses too. Um, it's helped me as a consultant kind of see both sides of it, um, which has been really helpful. That is so cool. I love that you took the initiative and it sounds like you learned so much just from your experience. So much. And I ended up going into school for, I double majored in business honors and marketing. And I think my whole college career, I was learning what I did wrong in my business, you <laughs> but it. it shows that, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think many times you have to wing it. You have to throw yourself into the fire and you know, it worked. So. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember so many articles and you know how, when you're in the initial creating your business stages, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly seeking information and mm -hmm. everybody would talk about have your business plan, like create your structure. And I 
be thinking, what in the world is a business plan? <laughs> like, I'm just going to do it. So yes, I, I think that you're absolutely right. So now you mentioned that you've noticed that entrepreneurs kind of have similar styles of personality and what have you observed? Like, what have you seen is kind of the collective personality traits of entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, they're incredibly driven, which yes. is in the wellness space, a positive and a negative. Um, I think we more times than not are laying in bed dreaming. We're big dreamers. We're innovators. And we're dreaming about all the different things we could do in our business. And I always tell people, I'm like, okay, yes, you can have these dreams, but let's lay them out over the next year or two. It does not have to happen tomorrow. And I mean, I even struggle with that. I have so many visions for my business and I would love to make it happen tomorrow, but I have to kind of give myself that grace and be like, no, one day at a time, we're going to focus on this. Um, So that's something I really work on with my clients. We do set goals, but we physically on a calendar spread them out throughout the year. Um, So that I think we do. And I call it the hamster wheel. And like you said, we just get caught up in it. Um, we are so passionate that we are just getting caught up in our business and we forget, like you said, why we came into this space. And I am absolutely guilty of that too. Um, I think we just, you love to work and that's a blessing that we want to do our jobs. I could work on every weekend. I could work all day and I love it. Um, but I have to kind of set those boundaries for myself. Know the weekends are my time off. Um, I might do a little content planning or something on Sunday, but other than that, that is my space. Um, I try my best to not even look at my business account on Instagram and just really separate from everything. Um, even though I may not want to, um, mm-hmm. I do. Um, so those are kind of the main things that I really work on. Um, even in terms of time management, I think because we get so wrapped up, I've seen some entrepreneurs be inefficient in the time that they're managing their time and in what they're doing in their business. Um, they get really wrapped up in one project and like, Oh, I just want to do this. I want to do this. And there's all this work that really truly needed to get done today and didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, so we work on prioritizing. I talk about building a CEO schedule. Um, I take Friday as my CEO day. So no client calls, nothing. That's just my time to work in my business. Um, I've also started taking the first week of every month to quote off, um, no client calls. I can work in my business. I can get things done. I can go to doctor's appointments or I go and get vitamin IVs and take care of myself. Um, so that's something that I'm trying to help my clients structure their business around to where they can, they're able to do that. You got it. I, I think it's super important. I mean, I can speak for myself. I actually have two, what I call admin days where that's all I do. Mm-hmm. I don't do any client work. I record podcasts like we're doing today, catch up on billing, any kind of administrative things that my virtual assistant can't take care of or that I just need to work on, um, on other projects. So it's super valuable to have that time already structured mm-hmm. to be able to work on tasks. So right. Tell me, Gracie, what have you seen or what have been kind of some of your go-to strategies in assisting your clients with setting those healthy work-life balances? I I love that you shared before I get your feedback on that. I love that you shared that you actually developed or were diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. Mm -hmm. And I think absolutely stress can bring that on. So I guess stress management, time management, if you could speak a little bit more on how to achieve that healthy balance. Yes. And yeah, stress is huge for me. Um, I have to, I use my health almost as my little bumpers. You know, if I start to feel a little overworked, I'm like, okay, we got to go back this way, Mm -hmm. um, which is great. And I think some people don't have that bumpers. That's what I kind of help them develop. So when they come on and work with me, 
the first thing I start with, no matter where they are in their business, is we do vision planning. We talk about what do you want your ideal day to look like, um, whether that's you don't start work till noon um, or you take a two-hour workout break in the middle of the day. What does that look like for you? Um, and really kind of set almost more personal goals um, related to your business, but just to kind of keep that in your mind while we're planning your business, because that's kind of my motto, you know, create a business around the life that you want to live, not the other way around. Um, and I have right out, I'm like, why did you become an entrepreneur? Why did you start your business? Um, just so, you know, even if they're five years into it, they might be like, wow, I haven't really thought about that in a while. I really need to kind of step back and do what I wanted to do when I came into this. Um, so as far as stress management goes, time blocking is huge. Um, I actually have like an actual schedule that I stick to. Um, I'm more efficient. I'm, you know, this is my two hour block to do design. This is my two hour block for client work. This is my hour block for emails or social media engagement. Um, Instagram can be very distracting. Um, so it's nice. I put that in my calendar. Um, Tell us I a also, little bit more about when, when you say time blocking, because that mm -hmm. is a concept I live by, but just in case somebody has never heard of that, what, it, what exactly, how would you describe mm -hmm. it? Yeah. So to me, time blocking is building an efficient schedule that keeps you in your zone. Um, whether that's, and I also kind of think about my, um, most, my energy, high energy zones for me, that's the morning afternoon. I'm just not, <laughs> that's my admin time. Same. I can't do client work. I can't do client calls. I would be asleep. Brain so, is fried. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I have to kind of think about that when I'm building my schedule, it really just helps you focus on one thing because entrepreneurs, like I said, our brains are just thinking about all these different things that we have so many tasks on our plate for the day that it can come across very overwhelming. Whereas if you have a two hour block where you are focusing on one task, you have it all blocked out for the week, you know, you're going to accomplish your to-do list in that week or the next week. And you have to give yourself grace for that too. Um, you can get it all done and you can focus on one thing at a time. Um, I find that even helps with my stress levels in terms of like, I'm not like breathing quickly, like thinking yeah. of all the things I have to do. Um, breathing exercises are something that I actually even build into my schedule. Um, so yeah, I do the five, yeah. five, five breathing exercise. Um, I try and do it at least three times a day because it's something that my body is just always in that fight or flight mode still. Of course, I got to, you know, share with us in case folks, and I, and I do want to also throw in there, I feel like so many strategies that you're sharing right now are also could be easily applied to other folks who are not an entrepreneur, just kind of time blocking for life. So whether you're running a household, raising kids, whatever the case may be, but also still trying to work, it can be a lot. So even just focusing on that one task at a time, I love that, Gracie. But yeah, share with us your five by five breathing exercise mm -hmm. if you want to. <laughs> Yes. Okay. It's my favorite. Um, I actually learned it over in Switzerland. I went to the Paracelsus clinic in Switzerland and they were the ones who really taught me. I wore a heart rate monitor and saw the difference that this breathing exercise did. And it's wow. amazing. So yeah, it's cool. So you breathe in for five seconds, like five long seconds, hold for five, breathe out for five, hold for five and repeat it. So I do it for one to two minutes. Um, you do feel sometimes a little, almost lightheaded. Um, so I mean, stop before you pass out, but <laughs> don't want anyone passing out because of my breathing exercise, but it's really good for your body um, to kind of reset and it helps keep stress management kind of at bay. 
100%. I am such a proponent of utilizing our breath because it's free, it's accessible anytime, and oftentimes nobody else even necessarily has to know that you're using it. So mm. if you're feeling stressed out or anxious or in an anxiety provoking situation, go right to the breathing. I love that, Gracie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even did that in my corporate job, just at my desk, and no one knew I was doing it. Um, but it was kind of my time to like reset and get aligned again and just get centered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you kind of, um, in some ways collectively learned? So you mentioned helping to create a healthy work-life balance, Mm -hmm. but what about even on the personal front? And this is, I'm kind of throwing a curveball because we didn't really talk about this before, but what about Mm -hmm. even communicating your needs to the people who you love and are your friends or your family, um, to express Mm -hmm. if you need something, how do you feel about that? Yeah. So, and that's something that I've actually studied for my own self, because I think also another trait of entrepreneurs, we don't ask for help Mm -hmm. and we, I box it all in and I don't say, Hey, I'm overworked or I need to step away or I need I'm building a team. And sometimes I hesitate to say, Hey, I need help. Can you do this for me? Um, same thing goes for family. And that is something that actually makes me laugh because I, with my clients, I use Boxer. It's a Mm -hmm. kind of a voice memo app. So I'm, they have access to me all day and more times than not, I almost feel like a therapist over the phone because we we hit all of these issues that you just talked about, um, all the time. And that's something that I turn them to journaling um, books. I have a lot of books that I've read. Um, I think really the journaling thing is what helps the most. And then you can kind of tell yourself like, it's okay to ask for help and it starts to build a habit. Um, and I'm like, just go take a day off, take some space, go spend time with your husband or your kids and just recenter on your personal life first. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, whether you're a mom in corporate entrepreneur, you cannot do your job if you are not whole and healthy and mentally healthy. Um, so that's something that, especially with entrepreneurs, I always talk about too, um, because your business is you. That's right. That's right. And you're the face of your business. Oftentimes we're delivering a product. Um, just like even in life, we're the face of our life, you know, so how we want to run it, we've got to take care of ourselves first. So I love, love that you shared all of that great information. So Gracie, let's talk a little bit about the hustle culture Mm -hmm. and the busy (laughs) is a status symbol, all that good stuff. I mean, what's your takeaway? I mean, just you're super busy. I know I can speak for myself. I'm very busy. I get it. I see it all the time. You know, whether it's social media, people are almost celebrated for how busy they are. How could somebody not get wrapped up or even what do you define as the hustle culture? Yeah. So I, I always think about it too, in terms of my old business, I feel like I'm, I feel like the hustle culture, there is there is a little balance that's coming in, in this past year, maybe, especially I think COVID has helped with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I started my first business, it was like the height of the hustle culture. People use the word, like it was, you know, I ran a million dollar business. I'm hustling. You know, that's kind of the status symbol. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with social media. Um, Mm -hmm. it's very, and I'm guilty of it too. It's tempting to, you're marketing yourself. So you're wanting to promote yourself that you're doing all the things that you're making the successful business happen, um, showing the behind the scenes. And it can look like a lot. Um, I even struggle as a coach because I've had business coaches in the past 
And of course, as a business coach, it's your job to encourage them to and push them and say, let's set these goals and let's achieve them. And that's what they're paying you for. Mm -hmm. But I myself have even gotten wrapped up with business coaches. And then I stop my time with them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've just been go, go, go. And like was not balanced and was not aligned with what I was wanting to do. And so I think just a combination of the space that we see, um, which first of all, most of the people you're seeing on Instagram probably have a team supporting them. That's something to always remember. Um, and they're not doing it all themselves. Mm-hmm. And even if they're doing all the things, sometimes I look at people, I'm like, wow, she's probably really burnt out, you know? Right. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be there. And I think too, clients ask me this a lot and I tell them very honestly, I'm like, it's okay if you don't want to build a million dollar business. Yes. It's okay if you don't want to go open, like for me, a brick and mortar agency. Right. I started this business so I could work from home and take a sauna break if I need to, to take care of my health and throw yes. my laundry in so I'm not stressed at the end of the day. And there are things that I, I actually, before I started my business, I wrote down in my journal, things that I didn't want to let go of mm-hmm. um, and things that I wouldn't do. I was like, I'm not going to get addicted to social media um, because I think that can be a stressful, anxious place too. Um, and I think it's really important to take space away from that, even though it's hard because I think so many of us run our businesses off of Instagram, um, which is part of my marketing strategy to diversifying from that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it's going to go away at some point. Right. Um, but also you can't, you can't spend your whole day on Instagram. It's not healthy. No, no. Um, yeah, so you're right. I mean, in so many ways, Instagram is like such a great tool for marketing, but I also mm-hmm. think that you spoke to the fact that it does perpetuate in some ways that hustle culture and staying busy mm-hmm. and I made a million dollars this year or whatever the case may be. And if you're not careful, you can fall into that nasty little comparison trap and mm-hmm. think that you're not doing enough. You know, the other thing that really spoke to me that you mentioned is, um, just kind of validating your, your clients and then helping them to slow down and set those achievable, realistic goals. I am hundred percent right. super solution focused with my clients. I always have what's your final takeaway from today. What's your plan of action? But when I, my whole population of people is really high achieving, perfectionistic mm-hmm. personality types. Yep. So when I can see, oh my gosh, you're overwhelmed our take action for today is just, let's just breathe. Let's just, Mm -hmm. let's only do one goal versus five and really kind of bringing that down. So yeah. Have you noticed that too, just with your own clientele? Yes. So much so. And I am that perfect perfectionist. Wow. I can't talk. Perfectionist is overachiever. Me too. It takes one to know one. (laughs) Yes. It's so true. And I think a lot of people either who have come into the health and wellness space are because they probably have experienced something that, um, I think the perfectionistic thing can trigger a lot of kind of health issues. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I try, I see entrepreneurs doing it. I'm like, Whoa, 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 stop. Like, let's breathe. I don't want you to kind of hit this point. And, um, I always tell people too, I'm like, don't compare your point A to someone else's point B or C. Just because you think that like, oh, well, they're doing this. They have a totally different history of you. They may be in the same, they may have been in the business for way longer than you. Um, And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. It's really hard to have this high achieving brain and see these people doing these things Mm -hmm. and think, oh my gosh, well, I have to do that too. Um, Instead of being very present and aligned with where you are. You got it, Gracie. I think that that's super valuable. And, you know, so much of what you're sharing, I keep saying this, but it's so true. It's so applicable 
whether you're in the entrepreneur space or just a human being living on earth, like it's so easy to feel like I should be married or have kids by now, but everybody's walk in life is so different. And I think the takeaway, you know, one of the takeaways just even from talking to you is that that message a hundred percent needs to be imprinted in folks brains your journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's make it work for you mm. so i guess one of the maybe i have like just a couple more questions because i love picking your brain right now mm. i am also i feel like we are just so like-minded i am a huge advocate of journaling listing mm. out how important do you think it is to reconnect with who you are and what you want in terms of creating that life you want or building a business or having a relationship? What are your thoughts? Yeah, very, very important. And that's something that journaling has given to me. Um, I probably try and write something about basically my envisionment of what I want my life to be like, including, you know, that I want to be a mom one day, that I want to be able to sure. be a mom and have my business, but maybe one or two days a week. And, you know, things like that even help me sit down and be like, okay, well, if that's what I'm working towards, I don't need to go start this huge thing and, you know, do all these things that I may be caught up in doing. Um, so I think envisioning what you want your life to look like, what you want to be known for. I still journal on why I came into this space. Um, and what I don't want to let go. How's my balance in life? Kind of writing that out. Um, and two, on the journaling thing, another thing that's really helped because I, what I struggled with in my first business was not sleeping. I almost felt like I had insomnia because every second I would lay in bed, I'd get these ideas. My brain would be thinking about my business and it was horrible. And one thing that's really helped me with that is every night before I go to bed, I have a journal by my bed. I just brained up anything mm -hmm. that is on my mind, whether it's personal business. I mean, I... <laughs> if anyone was to read it, they might think I'm a crazy person, but I literally talked to myself in my journal. I'm like, you got so much done today. You're going to get it all done tomorrow. Like you're not going to be able to do anything if you don't sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I mean, I, the second my head hits my pillow, I'm out and it helps so much. It is so true. And, you know, even I just saw something or read something where when we list something out or write it down, you're 42% more likely to make it happen, mm -hmm. which to me also speaks to creating a vision. You know, I believe, I mean, it's kind of woo woo, which is not really true to like my type A self because I'm super <laughs> practical, but I love the act of manifesting and mm. writing something down and visualizing. It's a form of almost mental rehearsal, mental imagery. So Gracie, I, like, I, I mean, like you were sharing, I also advocate for people to list out what is causing, keeping you up at night. What's mm. causing those wheels to keep turning? Because if we don't turn them off, they do keep on going. So gaining that kind of control. Well, so I guess one of, since we are in the holiday season, and I know this can also be super busy. There can be those, that implied pressure that we place on ourselves to spend money that we don't have, or go out and do this or that a little different now with COVID, but mm -hmm. with the hustle, the ongoing hustle, what would be maybe some final takeaway thoughts or strategies for really embracing just rest in this time? Yeah. So that's something that, um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier. We've, I've been preparing for this all year. So that's something that 
maybe you start next year doing this, but I have it blocked out in my calendar from January one that I am taking December off. So I know if a client comes to me in October or November, I need to be scheduling them for January because I just, that is something that I am putting my foot down on and staying strong to. It's very hard to possibly lose a client because they don't want to start in January or just put that income off another year. Um, but it's something that I'm just so excited to be rested and restored and refreshed for the new year. Um, but as far as actually disconnecting, I think technology makes it very difficult. Mm -hmm. So when I, so I'm going home to Texas and I'm bringing my laptop just in case, um, I actually just hired someone new, so I need to be kind of available, but I want to keep that laptop shut as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to keep it in my parents' kitchen, not in my bedroom. Really kind of distancing myself from it. Um, as far as my phone goes, I'm deleting my Instagram business account during that time um, oh, because I just want to completely disconnect. Um, that's something that, you know, I always talk about in terms of business productivity and marketing. Like I can schedule out Instagrams to go out all December. And I can delete the app and I don't have to be on there. You know, yes, I won't be engaging with people, but I can still put out some content and my business can still be going if I'm not working. And that's kind of what I try and get the point that I try and get people to. Um, And yeah, I think just like we talked about too, being present Mm -hmm. and technology does make it difficult to be present. um, But really just setting that intention going into the holidays, like I'm going to rest, I'm going to restore. And I promise you your business, your health, your family, whatever it is that you're doing will end up in a better place because of it. You got it. I mean, I have never heard anyone who took a two week vacation say, Oh shoot. Like I should have worked more. No, that is never the case. And I think when you get into the, the hamster wheel, the rat race, like it's so easy to just, Mm -hmm. okay, well I can, I can take on one extra little thing. It's not going to be a big deal. But Gracie, everything that you've mentioned, you know, I'm like you definitely can't wait to take a break and just decompress this holiday season because also that's when a lot of times our creativity is born from rest, from letting our brain just chill. So exactly. Well, I love speaking of content. I do love the content that you put out. I do feel like I'm, I love learning about you and what you do. So what would be, if people want to follow up with you, where would be the best place that they could find you? Yeah. So I am, as I just talked about deleting Instagram, I'm very active on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe before December. You got it. You got it. uh, My username is just Gracie Chambers. Um, I do have a website. It's graciechambers.com. Everything's pretty easy to find me. Um, but I would absolutely love to connect on Instagram. I'm a huge Instagram voice memo person. I love to connect with people and share stories and just really connect with people on a different level. I feel like that's what a social media platform is for. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love to kind of build that community. So those are the two best places to find me. Um, so yeah. I love it. So Gracie Chambers on Instagram and then Gracie Chambers as your website as well. That is Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, Gracie, you are the real deal. You are definitely a girl after my own heart. And I (laughs) love it. This has been so much fun. We'll definitely stay in touch. And thank you so much for giving your time today to come on the show. Thank you so much. It was awesome.
Thanks so much for tuning in to the three owls today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple podcasts so that more people can find the three owls and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.